It's the Who Cares About Men's Health side show. It's uh, my name is Scott Singpill. I am the guy that brings the BS to the show. Uh, also, co-host Dr. Troy Madsen, the MD to my BS. Scott, I'm happy to be here with you. And producer Mitch is in the mix. Hey there, I'm back. Haven't had roller food in over two weeks. Oh, nice. Well done. Nice. Yeah, that's awesome. All right. On the sideshow, uh, we get an opportunity to talk about some things that will have to do with health, but it's not necessarily, you know, health issues that face men or it doesn't necessarily always tie back to the core four, but a lot of times it does. And today we're going to celebrate uh, another success. We celebrated Mitch's two year quitiversary, but Troy also has had a goal, an objective and achieved something pretty cool as well. Troy, go ahead and tell us what happened. Well, Scott, you know, we talked about this a little while ago. It's, I mean, it's been about a year since we talked about it, but I ran the Boston Marathon. It happened. It happened a couple of weeks ago. It was one of those things that was out there and I'd qualified for the Boston Marathon about, um, it's been about three years ago that I qualified for it. And then, as you know, COVID happened and there was all that disappointment because COVID hit about a, a, a month before I was going to run the Boston Marathon in 2020. And the marathon was essentially canceled. They did this virtual marathon where you just go out and run. They send you a medal. Uh, and then yeah. it was rescheduled. Mm-hmm. I know it was kind of like, yeah, well, I ran mm-hmm. the Boston Marathon, but uh, it was about 15 miles from my house. So it wasn't actually in Boston. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it wasn't that cool. Uh, and then, you know, and then they had rescheduled and we were looking at April 2021. And then they pushed it back to October 11th, 2021, and it actually happened. And it was wonderful for it to actually happen and to be part of it and to be there and to run the Boston Marathon. Well, congratulations. And you finished. Finished. Yeah, yeah. I did finish. Yeah. How, it was, how, how did it go? Uh, it was great. I, I, I enjoyed it. Um, I'll say, you know, cause everyone, you know, is like, well, how did you do? How did you run? Well, I ran three hours and 16 minutes. I was really happy with that. The fastest time I've ever run in a marathon is 307. So it wasn't that far off of it. And that time would qualify me for a future Boston marathon, which is always an achievement. Anytime you can qualify for the Boston marathon, that's a big deal. Uh, so I was excited about that to qualify for a future marathon in 2023, uh, I think it would count for 2022 as well, just uh, with that race. Uh, so in that sense, it was great. But the best part for me was I just enjoyed it. I honestly, I did not wear a watch. I did not know my time. I just ran. I enjoyed it. It was a cool experience. And uh, and then, you know, at the end of the day, it was like, oh, cool. It was a good time too. So I was happy with it. Were you kind of let down then after you crossed the finish line? I mean, was there a point of like, wow, this thing is something I've wanted to accomplish, something I qualified for. It's been two years and well, that's that. <laughs> it's done. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. It was kind of a relief to be done. And and the reason why it was a relief is because most marathons I run, I just don't tell anyone. I don't tell anyone. And beforehand, I was getting some texts from people who were like, hey, good luck tomorrow. We're going to be watching how you're doing and stuff. And I'm like, guys, don't watch. Please don't watch. I don't, <laughs> I don't want this kind of pressure. Come on. By and the it, way, I, download, I downloaded the yeah. app and followed your progress. I know. And I'm so glad I did not know you were doing that. <laughs> I was just like, I don't want people to be watching what I'm doing. I just want to go out and run. Uh, and it's funny, like leading up to it, it was a little bit stressful. I had this great plan where Laura was just going to drop me off at the start line. Like we stayed, you know, five miles from the start line in uh, Hopkinton, Massachusetts. Um, and we get up that morning and she starts to drive me to the start line. We get one block from our hotel and the road is blocked. 
And I'm like, what am I going to do? They're forcing people off the road onto the highway. So I just jump out of the car. I'm like, see you later. I am running to the start line. So I just, I am not joking. I just started running up the road because I'm like, I don't know how else I'm going to get there. Fortunately, some guy's driving up, just one of the locals in Hopkinton. He's like, hey, you need a ride? So he's like, I can get you two miles up. So he drove me two miles. So I ended up running a couple miles just to get to the start line. So it was a little bit stressful getting there. Wow. Um, that's, yeah. that seems strange that they yeah. didn't plan that better. Or well, it's probably that I didn't plan that better. Oh, okay. I should have known the road would be blocked off, but I just didn't find anything that said it would be. And then the race itself was kind of weird. Like I, I liked the way it was, but it was different than usual just because of COVID and all the health precautions they did not have a start time. There was no gun firing and everyone starting. Uh, I was in wave number two. And so they had several waves based on your qualifying time. And so for my wave, you basically started somewhere between like, you know, 820 in the morning and 840 in the morning. Uh, And so you just kind of walked up to the start line and I look around and there are people kind of looking around at each other, kind of all nervous. Like, do I start this? And I just was like, okay, here we go. And I just started running and just crossed the start line. And then it starts your chip timing, just started running. So it wasn't, it was kind of weird in that way. But uh, I mean, it was a cool experience just because it was like, everyone was spread out. That wasn't like packed in with a ton of people and the crowds along the race. That's what they always talk about. The crowds were amazing. Like so many people were out. It was just a really cool feeling because you could tell just the community support for Boston is just huge. And that's what, that's what really makes it special. Um, they have all these people out there all along the race route, just cheering. Um, you could tell they were just celebrating having this race back. And it was really an amazing experience to be part of that. Um, I will say the, my favorite part of the race, if people ask, and I'm hesitant to admit this, but my favorite part of the race was about mile 13. And I'm just starting to come up this hill and I'll just hear all this screaming. I'm like, what is that? And I had headphones and listening to music. I'm like, oh, what is that? And because I didn't know exactly what happened where along the route. And I take my headphones out and just loud, loud screaming. I come up there. This is Wellesley College. This is an all girls college and all these college girls, hundreds of girls. And, and, you know, as this happened, I remembered I heard about this are on the route, just screaming their heads off and they're holding their hands out to give people fives as they're coming by and people aren't doing it. And I'm like, I am giving fives to every one of these girls who's going to give me five. (laughs) So I'm just going down the line and girls have their phones out, just like recording and stuff. And I'm just giving fives. It is the closest I will ever come to feeling like a rock star. (laughs) That is the closest I'll ever come. It was, it was awesome. I admitted it to Laura afterwards. I'm like, Laura, I gave fives to all the Wellesley girls. And she's like, it's like, go ahead. You do that. (laughs) So it was funny. It was, it was just one of those things. And and again, afterwards, I, I remembered I'd heard about that. Just like all these college girls out there just screaming their heads off. But, uh, Again, it was cool. Like the crowds were amazing. As you get closer to town, it's just like incredible. You know, these crowds are like 10 people deep, even even early in the race. Like I thought, I don't deserve this. Come on, guys, it's mile three. You can't be cheering now. I haven't done anything. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> you know, you get closer to the end, just huge, huge crowds as you're coming in the city. Um, and it, yeah, it is, a, it is a really cool feeling. So it was an amazing experience. Um, but like I said, getting done, it was a little bit of a relief because it was like, hey, I had a good race. I felt good. I enjoyed it. Great experience to think back on. You know, you always worry you're going to go out there and just feel awful, like have some stomach issue or something. But everything went great. So it was a fun experience. Oh, that's awesome. Well, congratulations. 
thanks. Yeah, I was I was happy about it. It was yeah, yeah it was cool. It was one of the definitely one of the uh, yeah you know people talk about it kind of like as the pinnacle of like yeah that's what you try to achieve as a marathon runner. People they want to run Boston. It's like I want to qualify for Boston. I want to run Boston. There are a lot of other great races out there, but that's kind of the big thing. So it was a cool thing to experience and. Um, yeah. And not just to, to be there, but just to have a fun experience with the whole thing. And what a great story too, like how you got there. Um, and in case, uh, somebody's listening that doesn't know that story, Troy, tell how you got started running. Well, you know, a big part of running for me. So there's kind of, we talked a little about it before, like there was the vegetarian diet and that had a lot to do with just getting my cholesterol checked many years ago. I mean, it's been, I don't know, 15 years ago now. And seeing just some really bad numbers and saying, I got to do something about this. So that's when I started a vegetarian diet, but I didn't really start running consistently until it's been almost seven years ago. Uh, so in March, seven years ago, um, I got to a point and I said, you know, I'm just going to try and run every day. And I said, I'm going to do two miles a day. I don't care how fast I go. And that's all I'm going to do. And I'm just going to do it. Prior to that, I'd put on a decent amount of weight. And again, I'd had my cholesterol numbers checked. They had improved, uh, but still not super great. So I started out just doing two miles a day. And then after about six months of that, Laura, uh, my wife, she was running a lot of marathons, like a ton of marathons. And she got me interested in, in, in basically got me to commit to running a marathon. So anyway, so I committed to that. And so at that point, I started to kind of increase the mileage and mix in some longer runs. So so it sort of evolved from there. But it, I mean, it really just started saying, I'm just going to try and do it every day, two miles, and then it just built from there. And I, lo I love that because it's that's what's kind of known as a process goal. Like it wasn't an end goal. Like you never had the goal of running the Boston Marathon or running marathons or getting a sp particular time. You I just uh, recognized a, a health issue that uh, you realized that a little bit more activity could help. And you just said, I'm just going to do this every day for a certain number of minutes or a certain number of miles. And you did it. And then it just kind of led to this. So I think that's yeah. such just a great story. Thanks. Um, yeah. And I think that's the big advice I would give anyone too. is just, it's not about the end point. It was, for me, it was not about Boston. At no point did I say to myself, I want to run the Boston Marathon. I just said, I want to run. And it started out just little bits and then it became, okay, well, I want to run a little more. And then it became, okay, well, I've got this marathon out there. I'm, I've committed to do it. I'm going to get through it. And so I ended up doing that and then enjoyed it. So I think the biggest thing is just enjoying the process. And that's what I've found is as I started doing it on a regular basis, I just enjoyed the process. And that's, you know, I think that's, that's what it's fortunately been for me. Sometimes the process is challenging, but um, but I've enjoyed it. And, and I think for me, that's what's helped me to, to stay consistent. Yeah. It went from an ex extrinsic reason to an intrinsic reason that you just enjoyed it. You just liked doing it. Yeah. Uh, and I, I think if for, you know, anybody listening, when you try to get into any sort of activity, cause we know that you need to get about 30 minutes, a, a little bit of sweat in every day, uh, you might stumble into something like Troy did that you then ultimately enjoy. I don't know. You know, it's a kind of a chicken and the egg thing. Um, did you enjoy it? because you were kind of destined to enjoy it or did you enjoy it just because you did it long enough and you, you liked how you felt physically? I mean, who knows, right? And I've actually yeah, even learned knows. from you as well. Like I used to have these goals when I'd go into the gym to lift weights that I want to be able to bench press this much or squat that much. And as soon as I kind of let that go after we had these conversations, I enjoy doing it a lot more. 
Um, I, 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 I don't hurt. I don't hurt myself. And I feel better and I feel healthier. So sometimes just promising that you're going to be part of the process is like 90% of the battle. And you don't have to be a superstar at it. Just go out and engage it and sweat. Find that thing that you like. If it's not the first thing you do, maybe it'll be the second or the third thing. Along that same line, Scott, is that like when I was doing my little 5K a, a little while ago, it was the same sort of idea is that when Troy said that he ran the Boston Marathon and didn't even wear a watch, my knee-jerk reaction was, what do you mean you didn't wear a watch? Like, how did you like <laughs> run it without knowing how fast you were going, right? This, like, opportunity. But that's just it, is just enjoying the activity. Like, when I was doing my the 5K training, it's like, don't look at the distance you're running. Don't look at the time in what you're doing. Just get in the habit. Just do it and yeah. find a way to enjoy it. And um, that's been a big change and shift for me as I've kind of matured over the last, you know, couple years about my feelings about health. And I, I really think there is something to it. I I agree, Mitch. And, and it's funny because I before I ran the race, I kind of thought, oh, I'll, re- I'll wear a watch just to see what I'm doing. And then I thought I don't want to. And I thought back because, you know, I again, I think it's so much about just enjoying the process and just enjoying the experience. And then I think as you do that, and you really embrace it, I think the results follow. So Boston's done. Does that mean you're done running then? I'm done. I'm <laughs> yeah, what's next? Yeah, I'm like out. what's next? Because, you know, from a from a you know, from a goal standpoint, a lot of times we make these goals, whether it's I want to lose five pounds or I want to be able to do this one thing, and then, you know, kind of you've reached the goal and then it's like, mm-hmm, well, now what? I guess. I know. I've had that thought. It's funny. I have had that thought. And it's funny because leading up to it, um, you know, as I talked to some people and I can't remember how it came up. I mean, when I say that, it sounds disingenuous because runners always have a way of bringing up the fact that they run marathons. So <laughs> maybe that's how it came up. But, uh, <laughs> um, but is it, I have met people who have run Boston and who who said, oh yeah, I ran Boston and they've, they've stopped running. They don't run. Um, and I, you know, and, and I have not wanted that to happen to me. Um, so I've, I'm still running. I'm still going. And the thing that I've come back to is I just, I really do just enjoy the process. Like I, I've always told myself, like, I don't want this to be about a time, uh, a certain time that I'm running, like a certain speed. I don't want it to be about Boston, about qualifying. And then once I had qualified about running the Boston marathon, I never want it to be about that. Um, I've told myself, I want to be doing the same thing when I'm 80 years old. Like I love running these races and seeing these old people out there, you know, and they're not running super fast, but they're just scooting along and but they're uh, there, you know? they're there, mm-hmm. they're doing it. Right? Like that, yeah. that to me, that is, that is the pinnacle right there. Like I find that just remarkable. I hope that's me, honestly. And that's, that's kind of how I look at it. I love that. Cause it just, it seems like, I don't know, maybe it's just how guys are when I was growing up in high school and stuff. It's like, I want to be the, the model on the front of the, the runner's magazine. I want to be the big beefy dude. And it's so cool to hear that. Like now, nah, I just want to be the 80 year old who's scooting and still doing what I love. You know, that's so different that I like just it. I keep like on it trucking. Yeah. Yeah. What I'm taking away from it though, it might be the same. It might be a little different. I think what you're, it seems like what you're talking about is it's, it's like more of a journey And Boston was just kind of a stop on that journey. Like yeah. it's not an end point. It's not the destination. Yeah. Like any of these things we do, you know, how can you make it into a journey and how can you have destinations you look forward to getting to? 
Yeah, no, you're right. And maybe to switch your analogy up a little bit, maybe it's more like a really long trail run. And, you know, like some of these things are some of the peaks on, on the trail run and you take in the view and you're like, ah, oh, it's amazing. But you know, there's another peak, you know, you're going to keep going, you're going to drop down a bit, you've got some climbs and then there's something else out there, you know, some other cool experience where you're taking in the views and just, you know, enjoying the rewards of it. So or um, how Mitch heard your analogy, you reach the peak and then you go back down into a deep, deep, dark valley. <laughs> right. <laughs> deep, deep, dark valley. right. <laughs> and then you try to figure out how you're going to get out of it. How do I right. get out of it? But this, sometimes they are dark valleys, you know, sometimes it's, you know, yesterday morning, I, you know, it was, and I kind of had that thought yesterday morning when I ran, when I went out, I kind of had the thought it was raining out and the temperature was in the low thirties and it was dark. And I kind of did have that thought, like, ah, do I need to do this every day? Like, I did Boston. <laughs> do I need to do it? Your cholesterol does not know that you did Boston. So that's why you continue to do it. That's right. <laughs> My genetics do not know that I did Boston. They They're don't not care. Just gonna, they don't yeah. care. Yeah. that's And that's a great point, too. Yeah. They don't care. They're not going to be like, oh, you're good for life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're kind of doing yeah. it for a different reason. And I think maybe Boston yeah. was just kind of a a cool little uh, outcome of, you know, the real reason why you're doing it. And that was yeah. so, you know, you can manage your health issue that you have and, and be that 80 year old that is still out there and moving around. Yeah, Mitch, do you, do you want to say anything to Troy before we wrap up? Do you want to give uh, him your own personal congratulations or? Oh my God. <laughs> yes. Yes. Congratulations. <laughs> Mitch, please, please Troy. Do like, <laughs> no, but like I, it really is really inspiring as someone who's trying to get back into fitness, who's been, you know, struggling in his own way or one way or another to like have a different approach and a different framework. And I really appreciate you sharing that on this podcast in particular. Just just do it, you know, just just find something you enjoy and do that every single day. That is so much different than like you got to kill yourself. You got to be sore if you're going to get those. Ga-. You know, it's such a different yeah. approach to health that like I cannot tell you how like proud and appreciative I am that you have done Boston and were able to do that. So, well, thanks Mitch. Well, I'm obviously incredibly proud of you and what you've done with your health change. I mean, you, it's, sure. it is inspirational wow. too. I mean, it's, it, it is actually, you know, is. and I'm just it sitting is. here thinking I'm kind of the one that's bringing the group down. <laughs> Come on, Scott. This is why guys should talk about it. I guess I got to, I didn't think I was competitive until this very moment. right here. <laughs> See, that's the point though. It shouldn't, it should never be a competition and it, I, I don't think it ever should, I, you know, and that's for me, it just, uh, you know, six years ago, six. It, it, so this is fun. I have to say this too. So they had this board where people could put up pictures and messages to you near the finish line. Um, so Laura posted a picture of me six years ago uh, running with her. It was the furthest I had run at that point uh, since college. Uh, I ran the second half of the California International Marathon with her. So it was me running with her. And I said, I'll join you at the halfway point. I'm going to try and finish. I don't know if I can. But I met her at the halfway point and I did it. And I ran the second half with her. Uh, and she posted a picture of that that said, look how far you've come. And the picture of me when I saw it, I was like, oh, wow, I've lost a lot of weight. You know, <laughs> um, you know, I was I was definitely in the uh, overweight category at that point. Um but but I think the larger point I'm trying to make here is, you know, you just say, hey, I'm just going to start small and just try and be consistent. And then I think over time that just builds on itself. And I so I I hope that's the takeaway for everyone. It's a message I think we've tried to share with some of our listeners. And when we've had some of our listeners on here as well of just the the value of consistency and and really just enjoying the process. And then I think the results follow from that. 
Congratulations, Troy. This is a very exciting moment uh, for all of us, I think. Um, I was excited when you qualified, and I was excited when you were able to finally run it. And uh, I feel a little let down now, I guess. So <laughs> what are you going to do next? No, I'm well, it meant a lot to me, Scott, to get done. And Laura told me like afterwards, she's like, Scott was texting me during the race. He's like, oh, look how fast he's going. Look what he's doing. But it meant a lot. It did. I am so glad I didn't know you were doing that. But it meant a lot to me after. So, And, and from everyone else, like family and friends and everyone yeah. who, who reached out and was like, you it know, was, supported me. It was really cool. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun to support you. So, Thank hey, you. Troy, congratulations. Yeah. Um, it's it's just awesome having you on the podcast and uh, what an awesome accomplishment. And um, now we'll never speak of it again, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Because you <laughs> yeah. said you were never going to talk about running again. Well, Scott, I'm going to wrap this up and I'm just going to say thanks for your support. And I am looking forward to the day I get to track your Boston Marathon progress. <laughs> and I'm expecting it's going to be in three years. So let's oh, do it. Man. <laughs> no wow. pressure. No pressure. Yeah. 